Welcome to Padmuchun, Armenian History Podcast. Padiyagak Padmuchun, Hayots Padmuchiana Podcaster. Hello and welcome, Padiyagak. Padiyagak, and welcome back to Padmuchun, our Armenian History Podcast. Yeah, it's been a little bit since we've been able to get together. Yes. But uh, this is nice. Yeah. We are social distanced apart. <laughs> we are social distanced apart. <laughs> We're going to talk today about yeah. what, what a year. What a year. What a year. Uh, what a year. Um, uh, two people left the earth, the astronauts. Yes. Since <laughs> <laughs> this, 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 this started. <laughs> um, but uh, part of the reason was the coronavirus. We couldn't come together for a... Yes. Um, for recording, but I'm glad you were able to come together social distancing and with social distancing guidelines and, and record an episode, a few episodes today. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have some we're gonna have some fun with these episodes. With this first episode we're we're gonna do is the theme is Mount Ararat, which if we weren't recording this, you might be in Armenia right now looking at Mount Ararat. <laughs> <laughs> I think many people were planning on that. <laughs> many people were planning on that, yes. I don't know what happened. Everybody's plans are canceled this year. <laughs> Everybody's saying they're planning. <laughs> I don't know why, but perhaps I was not planning to go to Armenia this year. Oh, you weren't? No. Oh. Uh, this was my... Uh, 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 off year. This was your off year. Ah, <laughs> well, next year we'll have to go, and then we'll be yeah. able to see Mount Ararat. But before we get to our uh, to our uh, topic today, let's talk about how uh, uh, grateful we are when we receive notes from you. Uh, yes. How grateful and uh, how much we appreciate your uh, messages, and uh, it it really makes us feel good that uh, you're listening to the podcast. People are listening. People are following, and actually, you're learning and. We received a request from a, a, a church in, uh, I think, in Burbank to include the podcast on their website, and of course, we gave it permission to do that. Our purpose is is to to educate, to have fun, and to share some uh, some information, and uh, uh, just uh, uh, in in a way that is uh, uh, that is uh, easy <laughs> and right. light, and <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not a it's this is not a. a scholarly uh, kind of uh, podcast this is more of a two friends yeah peter and i we come together we uh, we enjoy talking about armenian history and we thought to uh, share our conversations with all of you yes yes thank you so much for listening as father tario says it's great to hear from everybody and you've had a lot of great suggestions please keep sending them we're going through them and figuring out how to incorporate them into future episodes so exactly. if you don't hear your suggestion this time in the next couple episodes don't worry, it's still on the list. We're still doing research right. about it. Well, the topics that we have today are from, suggest- from the yeah, suggestions these that are, we received. Yeah, this is what Mount Ararat. Mount, no, Mount, Mount Ararat. Ararat. Yeah. Here we are. Hey, Mount Ararat. <laughs> How can we? That's the most important thing when we talk about, when we talk about probably Armenians. <laughs> this could have been the first episode. We, we could have done this it. This is the you beginning, know, isn't this, it? This is the beginning, yes. <laughs> well, where, where should we begin with Mara? Because there's so much we could from say. From the top, from the peak. Yeah. From the top. <laughs> That's... <laughs> <laughs> So the, na- the name Ararat, right there, let's start with that. It's, there's a connection to Uartu, the, right. the ancient Armenian indigenous people that lived in the area. I thought this is always interesting because in the Bible, 
it's I think Jeremiah says call upon the tr- the troops of Ararat to fight the Assyrians. Right. Well, in the Hebrew language, because it's Semitic, they have it's a three syllable word. Right. And we know what the vowels are, but we don't know what the consonant. Or sorry, we know what the consonants are, but not the vowels. Exactly. Yeah. Like Yahweh, that kind of thing. So Ararat. If you look at the Semitic, you could pronounce it Ararat, or you could pronounce it Uartu. Yeah. So it's it's another way to interpret that that word. It, it's it is really hard from this far from history or or uh, uh, to know exactly how that word sound sound at that time. Yeah. How it sounded, but uh, but I think if you think about Uartu. Or Urartu. Uh, if you if you pronounce it a few times, if you say it a few times, you can feel that there is there is some kind of similarity, and, and it sounds like the same word, different variation, maybe different. And there are many ancient words that we use probably not the right way that they were used at the time. Yeah. So I, I think there is connection there. Urartu and Ara, uh, there was probably a tribe, uh, yeah. Aratian tribe, because that name is common. Among Armenians, there is a region in Armenia, to our Aratian region. That's the main region where the capital is. That's the uh, uh, here. That's where Holy Echmiadzin is. Uh, um, so uh, I, I think uh, I think there is a connection there between Urartu and Arat, and uh, there was a lot of research done about the name. But we yeah, uh, that's that's what we could find at this time that there is a there was a tribe or a group or after their name or Urartu or Urartu. So. Uh, that's where the name Arat comes from. Right, right. And the Greeks have different names for it. What do the Greeks call it? Uh, the Greeks call it Greek Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> we have in the notes it's written in Greek, and unfortunately I don't speak Greek, so... <laughs> Nubaros, I th- I'm going to take a guess at. Uh, yeah, I think uh, the f- uh, f- uh, they call it uh, Abos and Nibaros. According to Strabo, he was a uh, uh, Strabo. Strabo, how do you how do you pronounce? I say Strabo. Strabo, yeah. yeah. He has a he has a book about uh, geography, well, about the area and the, the history, and he pronounce he uh, describes these mountains as well. And he gives them different names, probably different. Uh, the two peaks of the mountain, he has two different names for uh, right for the for the mountain. But we Armenians, we have a different another name, right? Not different, but another name that we used very often when talking about Mount Ararat. Yeah. And it's Masis. Masis and Sis. And Masis and Sis. Right, Masis and Sis. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> yeah. We have uh, Mount Ararat. And I, I, don't want to, I don't want to even talk about how Turks, they call the mountain now, how the Turkish version of the mountain. Uh, right. The name is, uh, I cannot even pronounce it, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I, don't, uh, I can't read Greek and I can't read Turkish. Yeah. I think but, it's on the Agni. I, I, I'm butchering it, so we'll just keep going back. <laughs> but Arad has always been an Armenian mountain. Yes, yes. <laughs> Although it is, uh, it is not on Armenian side, but it is... Currently, it is in Turkey. Right. Because we'll get to that later on. All the places Ararat shows up in Armenian culture and right. art. Yeah. Anyway, the second name that Armenians use for uh, Mount Ararat, and especially probably it is common in Armenia, we call it uh, Masis, another name, mm-hmm. and Sis. Yeah. Different, uh, two different peaks, different names for the, the tall one is Masis and the smaller one is uh, Isis. Isis. Uh, 
Uh, now, I was told that when the snow is off cease, that's when you know the watermelon is ripe. Is that true? Oh, really? Mossy's <laughs> <laughs> always has snow in it, but cease the snow goes away in the summertime because it's the lower, it's the smaller yeah. peak. <laughs> I don't know. You know, when you're an American tourist in Armenia, they probably there are like, they come up with all kinds of things to tell you about. If the snow melts from the top one, then avocados are ready. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know about, about that, that part, but... But we call the, uh, the, the, the main one, the Masis, uh, it has eternal snow. It is, in, it is covered with eternal uh, uh, snow. Uh, but name Masis, interestingly enough, uh, the first time we hear a reference about, it comes from, uh, we keep going back to him. He's the foundation. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we did an episode about him too, the father of our, we did, we did, we did yeah. an episode about him. Uh, Moses Horenazi and his uh, and his uh, uh, work on Armenian Armenian history, and he says that name Masis comes from uh, uh, name Amasia, and Amasia was uh, one of the great grandchildren of Haik uh, Nahabet, oh. uh, and and he was supposedly a king. Mm. It is not clear what, what kingdom, but uh, and as we as we probably uh, said before, there were these different tribes, and they called themselves kings, probably. And yeah, and uh, so Neymasis, according to Moses Hoynas, it comes from these persons, from one of the grand grandchild's name, uh, Amasia, and from his name comes Neymasis. Wow. I didn't, I didn't know that. We did an episode on Haig. Yes. And if you listen to that episode on Haig, you hear that Mount Ararat plays an important part, the Valley of Ararat, mm-hmm. because that's where Haig stood up to Bel, king of Assyria or Babylon and, right. and the armies. And that's in the shade of mm-hmm. Mount Ararat is where he built his city. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he talks about Valley of Ararat Valley. Uh, is the kind of central place for your Armenian history yeah. takes place. Your important events take place uh, as well, and as well, and, and until now, I think our valley is a central location for for uh, for Armenians. Uh, uh, it is the second tallest peak in in the world. Am I correct, uh, Arat, Mount Arat? The second tallest peak in the world. Second tallest mountain. Oh, I be beyond uh, uh, Mount Everest. Yes. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know F- that. After Mount Everest. Oh, what about what about? Uh, we'll have to look that up because I thought that there were other ones that were taller. Really? But I do know that it is it is the tallest of that that region of the not of the Caucasus Mountains but of eastern Anatolia and Turkey. Yeah, that that's what I was taught at school that is the second <laughs> maybe from the there are different measurements right. there are different ways to sometimes from uh, from sea from level, left, sea level, ground level yeah. center of the earth. Yeah. I mean, well, it's six I I got this note here. It's 16,854 feet high. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many meters that would it, be. It, I I remember it's Five thousand six hundred, five thousand five thousand six hundred fifty-six or something like Meter. that. Wow. Well, it's so tall that I mean, most of Armenia is about five thousand feet above sea level. Mm-hmm. This is sixteen thousand, almost seventeen thousand feet above sea level. It's so tall that it dominates the skyline, even in Yerevan, 
which is uh, in another country 22 right. miles away. Yeah. Um, and it kind of protects our today's Armenia. It kind yeah. Of overlooks towards from most of our, today's Armenia. You can see, Mount, I mean, Arad Valley and, and Yerevan and yeah. uh, some of these regions bordering uh, that, that area. You can see Mount Har, I think. Uh, it's like overlooking and being like a protector of, uh, of today's Armenia. Yeah. It's, it's quite spectacular. It's hard to describe, or even if you see photographs, it's, it doesn't quite show how, how amazing that the view of the mountain is yeah. over Yerevan, over the Ararat yeah. Valley. Khorvirap, you see a lot of pictures with right. Ararat in the background. Charin's Arch. That's the closest you can get in Khorvirap right. to Mount Ararat. That's on the border, right on the border. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. There is a... When Armenians, they try to build, when they build a house in Armenia, <laughs> they say that they try that all the windows in the house, they will be looking <laughs> to Mount Ararat. <laughs> From any, any side of the house, they are looking to Mount Ararat. So if you're selling, East, West. if you're a real estate agent selling a house in Armenia, oh. do you always go, okay, and this this is the kitchen, and look out that window, you can see Mount Ararat there. Here's the bedroom, look, look out the window. You yeah. don't like, not enough closets, look out the window, there's Mount Ararat. Yeah. <laughs> Although some it, it is the days that you can see Mount Ararat are, are not as, um, as may, some, sometimes you may go and stay for a week in Armenia, you won't be able to see it because yeah. it is not often, often you know, as visible. Yeah, too much fog too or much, yeah, the weather's yeah, not good. Yeah, rain or, uh, you know, there is a story of Russian Tsar, Nikolai, uh -huh. when he travels to Armenia and, uh, and Mount Ararat doesn't show her face to him and he, and he says... Uh, I'm, I'm probably, uh, uh, probably, I'm, I'm fair paraphrasing, I'm, I'm, I don't remember exactly, but he says something in, uh, in, like that, Hamant uh, Ara uh, didn't want me to see her beauty or something ah. like that, during, uh, during his visit to me. <laughs> yeah. I, could, I, could, I could believe that. I w when I was there in the hotel, the fancy rooms had the side were on the side of the hotel that you could More see my uh, yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's talk about the significance for Armenians and not just Armenians, all of humanity. So, mm -hmm. why is this a big deal? You know, not just for you know, obviously it's an important symbol for us, but right. for all of humanity, in we have to go back to the Bible, right? Right. Well, this it is the second birthplace of humanity. Yeah. Is any if you believe the. Uh, the story in the Bible, story of Noah's Ark. Uh, uh, it, I, I think people believe, and theologians and many believe, that the mountain that the uh, Bible mentions uh, that the Ark stopped on and, uh, was, uh, was Mount Arad. Yeah. Because that's the highest peak in that region, that's the highest mountain. In that uh, in that region, yeah. that's where uh, civilization started again. That's where Noah came out, and he started, you know, his grandchildren, great grandchildren, and, and Hike was one of them, right. one of his great grandchildren, right? Right. Hike Nahab and the. Yeah, which is why sometimes we say Armenia is the second Eden, and why when Hike left Babylon and went back to Armenia. It was like returning home. It, it was wasn't back, running yeah. away. It was returning home, going yeah. back to where where his uh, 
yeah. great grandfather yeah. landed when, the ark. And and they say, uh, and according to some Armenian traditions, when Noah came down from Mount Ararat, the first thing he did was uh, he planted a vineyard. He planted a, a vine. Uh, mm-hmm. And we have in Arad Valley, we have many. Uh, it is it is known for its uh, vineyards and all ancient wine. And actually, a few years ago, when they found the oldest winery in Armenia, uh, until now you can there is excavations. There is some research going on in the in the caves. Then where they found it, uh, but that's the first thing he did. He he planted a, a vine. Wow. <laughs> well. I mean, it's hard to be 40 days without, without <laughs> wine or without any kind of... So it, it I mean, when I come down from the... I'm going to plan them. Huh? Nobody touch that. That's for later. That's for... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... But that's the... Sign- I think the significance for... Not only for Armenians, but I think for, uh, for entire humanities, that's the second birthplace. That's for... Uh, Noah's Ark uh, uh, came, and that's where humanity uh, spread again and developed, and that was the the area. Right. So let's talk about Noah's Ark for a bit now, because there were some well, there were some legends back in ancient Armenian times that you know not many people climbed the mountain, and partly because there were legends that there were dragons in the mountain. But this is because they think because there is volcanic activity and mm-hmm. earthquakes that people uh, assume that the earthquakes were the were the was the dragon that was right. you know fighting. Vahagen, the dragon slayer, was supposedly the god that killed all the dragons in Mount Ararat. So mm-hmm. that's that wasn't to be afraid of. But people, no, people didn't really climb the mountain. It was always yeah. kind of seen as holy, always kind of seen as off limits a little bit. Yeah. But there were some people that did go up. Right. Even before Christianity, I think, uh, back then during the pagan times, they believed that that's where gods, that's where gods were, pagan gods were living. That was the, like Mount Olympus. I yeah. Think, uh, yeah. Mount Olymp. Olymp yeah. or Olymp? Olympus. Olympus. Yeah. yeah. For uh, for Greek. Uh, uh, for Greek gods and similarly for Armenian, I think gods, they believed that that's where. So it was sacred right. mountain, and, uh, and, and, uh, and and we call it now uh, biblical right. mountain, uh, Biblia Canlerin. I mean, we call it biblical mountain. So there was always this uh, sanctity towards the mountain and fear that you don't approach this mountain. This is a sacred place and. And you don't climb this mountain. It was not encouraged even for a long time yeah. by the church, <laughs> yeah. by Armenian church, that you were not supposed to to go up on, yeah. on, the, on the mountain. There was a saint, right? Right. <laughs> saint Saint James Nasibis. Saint James uh, Saint James of Nasibis. He was a he was Saint Gregory's cousin. Okay. Saint Gregory the Illuminator's cousin, right? He he, he lived in fourth century. Uh, so that's the only story that we know about somebody trying to climb the mountain. Uh, wow! Uh, so he, he 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 decides to go and climb the mountain uh, to get a piece from Noah's Ark. Well, his cousin is Saint Gregory the Illuminator. So he <laughs> guess what do I'm s- doing this weekend. Guess <laughs> what? He says you're in charge of the church. Fine, I'm gonna go find Noah's Ark. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 
Oh, it was James. By the way, he's going. He's climbing the mountain. <laughs> he's climbing the mountain. <laughs> so, did, so what was? How does the story go? He climbs the mountain. The story the mountain. goes that he, he he tries to climb the mountain. He goes halfway through. Probably gets tired. And and even nowadays, when you try to climb a mountain, the altitude is so high. You have sometimes your nose might be bleeding, and yeah. you get really tired. That you need to have really good. Uh, immune system and uh, you have to be trained yeah. before you can climb to the mountain uh, so naturally he gets tired and he either uh, loses consciousness or according to the to his story his uh, his life story that was written he, he fell he fell asleep he fell asleep mm-hmm. uh, uh, and then uh, uh, the angel of God appears and brings him a piece from Noah's Ark wow and he places and the angel places the piece next to him and when he wakes up a piece from Noah's Ark goes right next to him and the angel tells him as well this is why why you came for we don't want you to go up all the way this is (laughs) (laughs) this is the piece you can take it and go back go down Uh, and that piece uh, is uh, the museum at Holy Edge Mountain okay until now we have that piece from according to this tradition from Noah's Ark so is is it a relic in the church? It is a relic, and it is a, it is just a relic in a and behind the altar in Holy mm-hmm. Edgemansing. There is a museum mm-hmm. that uh, sometimes you have a, you you know you can access and go after this liturgy on Sundays or during the week as well. So uh, that piece was many years was in that uh, in in that museum. Wow. I, I saw it myself. Uh, uh, so that relic is until now uh, one of the sacred relics of the Armenian Church. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it, it doesn't, it, if you look at pictures of it, it looks like a very steep cone or a, a you know, very smooth cone. It doesn't, it doesn't look like it's, um, it looks like it would be a difficult mountain to climb. No, I've never climbed a mountain. I have climbed a lot of stairs, but no mountains. No mountains. But I, it looks like it would be a difficult thing to, uh, it, yeah. you know, there doesn't look like there's a lot of passes that, yeah. that move up it. Well, it is possible now to go and climb the mountain. Uh, yeah. There are tours that you can arrange, and even from Armenia. Oh. You go from Georgia, not from Turkish Armenia border. You go to Georgia, and you go to the town, and uh, 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 you register, or there, there is a procedure, I believe, uh, that the tour companies, the agencies, they arrange for you, and then you can easily go and climb the mountain if you're able to. Yeah, and there are many Armenians that I heard in different parts of Armenia and different parts of the U.S. And yeah, mostly pro- probably from California, uh, who who go on and climb the mountain. Wow. Well, if any of our listeners have climbed Mount Ararat, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. Please uh, put tell us about your experiences on face your on the Facebook impression page. Impression. Yeah. Tell us what it's like. If you saw any dragons. If you saw the, if you saw the the uh, the, the ark there. If you saw the ark. If you saw <laughs> how how was Noah? <laughs> well, the the first recorded ascent in modern times was took place on the 9th of October. 1829. So not too long ago, considering how ancient Armenian history is. Yeah. 1829 is not that long ago. That's well, the first recorded, probably. Right. That's the first well-known. Uh, well, for many centuries, they didn't, wouldn't climb them. Well, in, in, it was a Baltic German naturalist, Frederick Parrot of the University of Dorpet. So he went up and Khachadur Abovian went with him, right? Khachadur Abovian at that time, he was a deacon. 
okay. uh, the, uh, the seminary, and he was assigned by the Catholicos as a translator to uh. go to go with him. And then, uh, and then Rabovian, he becomes the founder of Eastern Armenian new new kind of uh, uh, language of Eastern Eastern Eastern. He writes the first book, not in classical Armenian, uh, but in uh, but in Eastern. Eastern Armenian. So. Uh, uh, so he was uh, he was a deacon at the time at Holy Ashmazin. So he accompanies uh, uh, this uh, this group uh, huh. uh, to go and climb the mountain. Very interesting. Yeah. He he lived quite a life at Bovian. Yeah. Well, he, uh, <laughs> there are some you know he he Khachat Bovian he 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 disappeared. You know you, we you, mm-hmm. we never know how he. Uh, he died. We, 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 there is no on the mountain. He disappeared, or later? No. Well, there, that's the that's the that's the thing. I mean, there was some uh, uh, you know uh, versions that he was killed or by some either a, a Persian or a Turk or something like that uh, when he was living in, in Yerevan. Uh, but uh, until now, there was no clear. There was no tomb. They never found. They never found him or anything like that. Hmm. So there was some. Uh, you know, after he came down from Mount Arad, and then, and then he disappeared. Sometime later, they see see that's the curse. He climbed Mount Arad, ah. and then and then he died. And then uh, no, <laughs> nobody. And there is a kind of a uh, this saying when somebody goes and or disappears and is late. Yeah. He, sell, he became like Khachat <laughs> Rabov. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Um, so that's that's an interesting, but I think it was there is simpler explanation about uh, about that. Uh, uh, there is nothing uh, mystical or or right. in this. Well, it comes up a lot on mystery shows in America. It used to come up the you know the finding Mount Noah's Ark, and they'll have like a yeah. usually it'll be in a series that's also like unsolved mysteries or finding Bigfoot. You know, did we really find Bigfoot? Did they find Noah's Ark? Um, and I remember one story they told about a Armenian shepherd boy that supposedly went up with a couple of maybe an Englishman and a Frenchman and they found the ark and mm-hmm. they kind of fell into it and he said, yeah, this is, you know, we come here sometimes, but we don't, we, you know, not all the time when the, when the snow is up when it's not as snowy, we can come and see this. Really? Um, but it was, again, I think I saw it on one of those shows that was. You know, the next week's we'll find Bigfoot. So, <laughs> who knows what the what the story is? But the, it does. It is an interesting kind of, uh, you know, mystery from the past. Right. You know, right. where is Noah's Ark and is it on there? And yeah, and uh, I'm sure Bovian and that mystery just kind of builds into it. Right, right. I mean, sometimes you will see these images or. Uh, or these videos that finally they saw some a pilot or somebody saw and from from the sky you can see Mount uh, you can see the uh, the ark but <laughs> and until now it's, it is uh, I I think it is it is it is it's kind of a good that it is a mystery we we, we need yeah. some mystery yeah humanity too we need, right we need, we, we don't need to know everything so right. let's just let's just go on with this mystery <laughs> keep, right. keep it interesting <laughs> <laughs> of course we are Armenians we know where it is right we, we know where it is. yeah <laughs> James Nasibis he he wrote a piece with him from <laughs> from, <laughs> from Mount Ar- 
showed, he showed his no, cousin. No, sorry. Hey, yes, guess what? This week, well, guess what I did this weekend? <laughs> Look what I have. <laughs> talk about all the places you can find Mount Ararat because it's, it'll be easier to talk all the places we don't find we Mount don't find Mount Ararat when it comes to <laughs> well it's you know it's funny that you say you know in Armenia everyone has a window that they say you know this is this is the good window because you can see Mount Ararat because <laughs> in America growing up my experience was always that every Armenian house had a picture or a painting of Mount Ararat <laughs> Sometimes it was in the living room, sometimes it was in the study, sometimes it was in the garage, but it was always in the house somewhere. It was all, there was always a picture of Ararat. Yeah, it's, it's part of Armenian identity, I think. It's part of uh, that lost heritage. It's part of yeah. that lost homeland. Yeah. It is a reminder that beautiful mountain, that's the, uh, that, that was the symbol of, of homeland in Armenia that we lost. Yeah. And, uh, and even today from Armenia, we look at Mount Ararat, that's you're looking at on land that we lost. You're looking at the homeland that we that we lost. So there's always that sense, yeah. that uh, sense of loss that we have, and that's why we have the pictures. That's why we always have right. windows. It comes from our spirit and heart and place that, uh, unfortunately, that are part of our fate. Difficult. Yeah, it's on the coat of arms, mm-hmm. visa stamp. When you go to the country, you get stamped. Uh, it's, you can see it on the bottle of Adarat brandy. Uh, there's a guy on Instagram called Ada the Rat, okay. <laughs> who does Armenian designs of things. Um, FC Ararat Yerevan. That well, Ararat, they were in 1973. FC Ararat was the champion of USSR. Really? Yeah. FC Ararat. Uh, was there a Mekatarian that played for FC Ararat? No, <laughs> he was. He was too. He was not born yet. <laughs> but. Uh, Mount Arad was also on the on the flag of Soviet Armenia. Oh, uh, and that's an interesting story. Probably this is uh, probably uh, this episode is uh, too long, but but it's about Mount Arad. Come on, yeah, we can talk. Come on, we can, we can talk, talk five days. About we can talk for days. Yes, <laughs> we can talk. So when they when they decide to put a Soviet Armenian authorities, they decide to put a Mount Arad on Soviet flag, Armenian flag, uh, and then a Turkish prime minister at the time he complains to. I think it was Khrushchev, yeah. one of the uh, secretaries of the Soviet uh, Soviet Union, that the mountain is not part of Soviet Armenia. Why are they putting it on their flag? Guess what the response was? What? <laughs> the moon is not yours either. Why are, what do you put the <laughs> moon on your flag? <laughs> the moon is not in Turkey. Why do you put the moon on your flag? That was, that was pretty smart. That's a pretty smart response. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's an interesting story. I'm not sure how true, but <laughs> that's a well-known story that we that we were we were told. Um, it is part of our heritage. It mm-hmm. is part of our identity. It is it is all although outside of Armenia, despite the fact that it is outside of Armenia because of uh, wars and uh, World War One and um, yeah, actually, First Republic I think included Mount, Mount uh, included that area, Mount Arad. Mm-hmm. 1918. Yeah, uh, it was given. Uh, uh, I may be mistaken about, but I think uh, it originally that was the plan to have republic to include Mount Ararat as well. But right. It was given by the Russians to uh, um, to Turkey. To Turkey. 
Hmm. Well, what what is well, we've talked a lot about what Marara means, you know, in general. But what about you personally? What does Marara mean to you? Well, Marara to me is a symbol, mm-hmm. symbol of uh, of strength, symbol of, of of heritage, of beauty, of Armenian nation, of beginnings uh, for humanity, and, and and biblical beginnings for our nation. Uh, I don't. I I feel that sometimes I. I feel that you know we lost something. That's symbol of of our lost homeland as well. But it but it gives me also power. It gives me strength, and it it makes me a it makes me a kind of better Armenian as well. Looking at Mount Ararat, it gives me power when you look at that image, when you look at the mountain itself, Mount Ararat. Yeah, it's it might be probably different for for you or. Well, for, for me, I think before I went and saw the mountain, it was it was a symbol of of being Armenian and of Armenian. And like I said, it was everywhere. If you go to an Armenian's home, you see a picture of Mount Ararat. Mm-hmm. And it was always a point of pride, too, that Noah's Ark landed on Mount Ararat, yeah. which is why in every Armenian Sunday school, there's a couple of toys of Noah's Ark. <laughs> and Noyan Daben is one of the you know good, good bookstores in Yerevan. But then when I went to Armenia and I got to see the mountain, it was, it's really difficult to describe that feeling of how, you know, you know, coming from the Midwest, we don't have mountains here. So to go and to oh, see yeah. that mountain and to see how big it is and solid it is, it's a reminder that, you know, this, this symbol of our people, you know, borders come and go and seasons come and go. And yet this mountain has stood there for, you know, millions of years and it will always be that symbol for us. Right. Exactly. It is. Um, it is eternal symbol of uh, of Armenian, the probably main symbol of uh, of Armenian Armenian heritage. If you have some uh, experiences that you'd like to share with us, uh, your uh, stories might be, you might have, yeah, or your travels to uh, to Mount Ararat. I think this is a topic that we can talk. Uh, for days about Mount Ararat, there is so much to share, yeah. there is so much to learn and to know, uh, but Mount Ararat, when, we, when you talk about Armenians, that's where the conversation begins, yep. and Mount Ararat, that's where conversation ends as well. Yes. <laughs> as and if anyone could check if the if the uh, snow is off cease, I'd like to eat some water. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Please uh, subscribe. and. Uh, and share and yeah and add a picture of yourself with Manarat to yeah. the Facebook we'll comment on the Facebook page All see right, you next time next time Thanks for listening. Please like and subscribe.